Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Hey friends, welcome back to another What We Ate episode. You all really seem to like this episode in September. It had just as many, if not more, downloads than my other episodes in September, so I am back with another monthly real-life recap of what we ate in November. It was kind of a weird month with a mix of recipe testing and filming and also some normal weeks in between, a birthday, I went away for a couple days, so I'm going to give you real-life what my family ate this month, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I won't give you every single meal, but I'll give you the highlights. I'll tell you what my family actually enjoyed, what they didn't enjoy. I intend on these being kind of like a real life. If you want to know what I plan for every single week, I share with you almost every week over on Instagram. I share my groceries, usually on Friday or Saturday whenever I go grocery shopping, and usually give you a snapshot of my meal plan. Sometimes I'll link recipes, sometimes I won't if I'm recipe testing. But this is what really went down, because just like everyone else, we have weird weeks. We switch things around. It doesn't always go exactly as planned like this week, for instance, or this past week, for instance. There wasn't supposed to be rain in the forecast, and then there was rain in the forecast, so that changed around my recipe testing and photography plan. Sometimes I just test, and sometimes I test in photo, and so I moved things around a little bit, but it didn't change our meal plan. It just changed the days of our meal plan which is why doing a little bit of light meal prep and having a flexible meal plan is so important to me. But more on that a different time. Let's dive into what we ate in November, November 2022, if you're listening to this in the future. <music> 
So let's start with breakfasts. Breakfasts are pretty standard for us. There isn't a ton of change month to month, um, but we've had a couple of different things that we are enjoying lately. So the girls have been alternating between smoothies and yogurt. I should say really quick, I didn't mention this. If you're a new listener to the podcast, I have two girls. Sage is nine and Ren is five. Sage is my adventurous eater. She'll eat pretty much anything. She loves to cook. She loves spending time in the kitchen. And my five-year-old is a little bit more selective. So my little one likes plain whole milk Greek yogurt. Our favorite is the Cabot brand, which we have found down here in Florida. We're from the Northeast and Cabot is a New England company, um, but we found it down here, which is really exciting. Or the Trader Joe's version, and she eats it with honey, sometimes fruit on the side, but never together. Never together, okay? If you do that, you've ruined it. Um, (laughs) My big kid prefers her yogurt a little bit more fruity, She's not a huge breakfast person. She doesn't like a lot of protein-rich breakfasts. She had a chicken sausage phase for a while. She doesn't really like eggs for the most part. So it's hard getting her in some protein at breakfast time. So she does like fruity yogurts. So we'll get her a couple of the whole milk Greek yogurts with fruit or vanilla or something like that from Trader Joe's often. She also loves the Nusa brand. I don't mind them having a little bit of sugar in their yogurt. As long as there's also protein and fat, this balances blood sugar. And really all we go for in our family is balance. They're not eating sugar all day long. Real food is a priority for us but we're not obsessive about this, right? So yogurt has been a go-to. We always have it in our fridge. My husband likes to eat the whole milk Greek yogurt in the morning as well. When he has breakfast, he's kind of so-so on breakfast, depends on the morning. So those are the things, those are kind of go-tos for us. The other go-to is smoothies, of course, and my nine-year-old makes smoothies herself in the Nutribullet. I use the Vitamix, she uses the Nutribullet, and so she will do usually whole grass-fed milk, That provides a little fat, a little bit of protein. Sometimes she'll put peanut butter or almond butter in it. If she uses my coconut milk or my almond milk or oat milk, whatever I tend to be using, then um, I have her add a little bit of peanut butter or almond butter just to balance it out a little bit. She puts in some fruit, whatever we have in the freezer. She really likes a berry blend more so than bananas. Sometimes she'll use banana as well. And sometimes she'll put in a kid's protein powder as well. We like the one by Healthy Heights. And sometimes we have that. Sometimes we don't. The whole milk serves as protein and fat as well. So sometimes she'll just do fruit and whole milk. And sometimes she'll add in some spinach as well. It just kind of depends on how she's feeling. I don't force her to. Like I said, we just want to make sure that they have some protein, some carbs, some fat just to keep them going in the morning and to balance things out so they're not like sugar high at 9 a.m. We've also been loving the maple streusel bread from Trader Joe's. Again, there's a little bit of sugar in this. It's absolutely delicious. And we just usually serve it with some peanut butter or almond butter on top to balance it out or with some eggs on the side for those of us who like eggs. I really like it as a pre-run snack with a smear of almond butter. And we also made it as French toast. Oh my gosh, it makes the absolute best French toast. So if you can get some, if you have a Trader Joe's near you, highly recommend it, especially for French toast on the weekend. So for myself personally, if you follow me on Instagram, again, you will not be surprised at this because I share these often, but I have smoothies pretty much every day during the school week, so Monday through Friday, because they're easy. I'm a creature of habit, and just throwing together that smoothie with the formula that keeps me full until lunch, I never have to worry about a morning snack when I have my smoothie in the morning. 
and there's nothing wrong with snacking. But for me, I don't like to be bothered. I like to go through our homeschool morning, get into work, whatever I'm doing that day. My husband and I kind of alternate what times we work during the day because we both work from home or him sometimes outside of the home. So it just kind of depends. So we, I really just like to have my morning routine without having to worry about eating something in between breakfast and lunch. And smoothies keep me full they make me feel good. They make my digestion feel good. There are just so many good things. And I know that I'm, ha- I'm starting my day with a ton of nutrients. So they're my absolute favorite. So lately, I've been alternating between the ginger and lemongrass frozen fruit blends from Aldi. These are so good. They're a little bit different than your just regular fruit blend. They're just frozen fruit. And I usually have them with the Califia Farms toasted coconut almond milk, which adds a little bit of sweetness. It's sweetened with some monk fruit. I really enjoy that. Sometimes I'll do the oat milk from Trader Joe's. I experimented in the summertime using grass-fed whole milk for myself, and it just, it really didn't agree with my stomach. I can do a little bit of it, like a latte amount, but I kind of went back to the oat milk or the toasted coconut almond milk because they feel much better. So just an update there if you're curious about that. I will oftentimes put some spinach in there. Not always, but most of the time I'll put in some spinach for some greens. And then I will do some vanilla protein with almond butter if I'm using the ginger or lemongrass frozen fruit blends or if I'm craving chocolate, I will do chocolate protein, and I almost always use the Amazing Grass Plant Protein. It is my absolute favorite plant protein. It feels good on my digestion. It's packed with nutrients. They're not sponsoring this episode, though they are a regular sponsor. I do truly love them, and I truly use them all the time. And I will oftentimes have that with the Berry Cherry Blend from Trader Joe's, as long as Sage hasn't eaten all of it. Uh, this is from, yeah, I think I said that's from Trader Joe's, but they also have a similar one at Aldi. Most of the time. And I will pair that with almond or peanut butter as well. And then usually spinach for that. Sometimes I'll mix it up and I will do half of a frozen avocado instead of the almond or peanut butter as well. I like to mix it up. I don't like to have the same thing every single day, but oftentimes I get into a routine and I have something similar every day. It's always that smoothie formula. And then on the weekends, my go-to has, it's always eggs, is my go-to. Obviously, we mix it up sometimes, but my go-to has been a siete tortilla with scrambled eggs and either salsa or sriracha and some melted cheese. So good. Or I'll do the Trader Joe's cauliflower thins with some uh, usually over easy eggs on top. Sometimes I'll make pesto eggs. Oftentimes, I'll also saute some spinach or kale and sometimes I'll put some cheese on there as well, usually not with the pesto, then I find it too salty. But that's usually what I've been having on the weekends. And honestly, we just kind of let the kids do whatever they want to on the weekends with breakfast. Sometimes they'll have cereal. Sometimes they'll just do a piece of toast. We don't worry about it as much as during the school week. We just try to keep it really easy. And on Sundays, oftentimes we'll do a family breakfast. Sometimes we'll do something fun from Trader Joe's, like we'll get muffins. Or one time we did the apple cider donuts. I think that might have been in September or maybe October. I'm not sure. In any case, we'll do something special. Like I said, we did French toast. And last week, my daughter made us homemade chocolate chip pancakes from a recipe she found in one of her kids' cookbooks. So that was a fun treat. And we just have those with eggs or yogurt on the side to balance it out. So that's what we do for breakfast. So lunches this month, honestly, lunches are still pretty much the same as September for me. Lots of salad kits. I do love meal prepping salads ahead of time, but I've been really busy. And for me, lunch is 
kind of just a necessity. I just need to eat. I get hungry. I want something with plants and protein. And so I usually rely on a salad kit. I've made egg salad a few times. I love making hard-cooked eggs during my meal prep. And I love egg salad, especially with the Trader Joe's ranch seasoning. So I'll either have it on top of greens on a salad kit or with some almond flour crackers by Simple Mills. And then sometimes I'll put chicken or tuna on top of my salad kits as well. Or I'll have leftovers. But usually my husband eats the leftovers, like I mentioned. So that's us for lunches. And the kids usually have some sort of a snack plate or they'll do leftovers or my nine-year-old will make grilled cheese or quesadillas because like I said, she loves to cook. And so sometimes she will cook um, for the girls, for both of them. And sometimes when she does, she'll also serve it with soup on the side. We always have some of the Annie's canned soups on the side if we don't have some of my homemade soups because they're just easy. They've got pretty good ingredients and the kids enjoy those as well, especially the bunny shapes. My homemade soup, it doesn't have tiny little bunny noodles, which are just fun, right? (laughs) So that's what we've been doing for lunches. So for dinners, the first couple days of the month, my husband was actually on a work trip. The 31st of October, Halloween was my daughter's fifth birthday, my youngest daughter's fifth birthday. And then my husband immediately went away with his business partner for a couple days on a work trip. So the girls and I did a version of my Korean-inspired crispy chicken shortcut dinner that I shared on Instagram. And it was so good. I love this dinner. So I use the Trader Joe's frozen breaded chicken. The red bag from Aldi is also good. I love keeping one of these in the freezer for quick meals. And The reason why I share these shortcut meals on Instagram and here on the podcast is because sometimes we need a shortcut. And before you come at me for eating processed foods, you all we're all about balance over here. Most of you know that. We really care, like I've mentioned a couple times, about our meals having a balance of nutrients. So having some protein, having some healthy fats, having some carbs, lots of veggies, some fruit. Not in every meal. Usually it's one or the other. But the goal is mostly real food. And I don't sweat some processed chicken here and there. It's all about balance. So having that in the fridge and pairing it with some other quick ingredients made for a really quick dinner that was very, very low stress, especially when my husband wasn't around to wrangle the kids. So anyway, I cooked up some rice. We do white rice because it's what my family prefers and it actually feels better on my digestive system crispy chicken and roasted broccoli. In the video on Instagram, I made a quick slaw, which my husband and I love, but my kids aren't as big a fan of. I also made some gochujang mayonnaise, which is like a Korean chili paste. And that's just a mix of avocado oil, mayo, gochujang, lime juice, and garlic. And then I added some kimchi on the top for myself. The kids wanted some lemon for theirs. So that's what we had that night. And they were so good. And it was dinner in 20, which is my favorite. I forgot to mention that I used the air fryer for the chicken. You can also cook it in the oven, of course, but it's quicker in the air fryer. So we use the air fryer for that. The second night of the month, my husband was also gone. So I was creating some recipe reels that day, some sides. So I had made my Instant Pot sour cream chive mashed potatoes. And so the kids and I had leftovers of that with a salad I'd created and chicken tenders. Our favorite are the pizza chicken tenders from, they're on my website. And we use almond flour for those. And they're really quick and And the kids love to help me make those as well. So that was a really easy dinner that night. That week, we also enjoyed tostadas. We did classic tostadas that week. So we did refried beans and beef with my taco seasoning. That recipe is on my website as well. The full recipe for tacos is in my Budget Kitchen Dinners ebook. And we did some salsa. 
I had some pickled onions, so we added those on top as well. We had some guacamole. So those were an easy dinner as well. They come together in 20 minutes. And we actually did tostadas twice this month. My buffalo cauliflower tostadas are coming to the blog at the end of the month, so I'll link those if they're already up. And they are a new family favorite. The kids aren't as huge a fan of the buffalo sauce as my husband and I are, but they love the roasted cauliflower and the ranch, so they'll just do it without the buffalo sauce. So I still consider this super family-friendly. So we actually ate those the next week. So moving on to the next week, the second week brought a pretty busy week. Um, So a few of our favorites from that week were a shortcut meatball pasta skillet. I'm sharing that this week on Instagram. We've had this three times so far and the kids absolutely love it. It's full of very simple ingredients that you can get at Target or Trader Joe's or Aldi. It's basically just your favorite pasta sauce, ricotta cheese and Parmesan mixed with some cooked pasta and cooked pasta and some cooked meatballs, which I usually cook in the air fryer. And then I add some cheese. I put that in a dish that you can bake. I add some cheese on top. I serve it with some parsley. Bonus points if you serve it with a salad on the side, but honestly, tomatoes are full of nutrients. So if that's all you serve, it's all good too. Roasted broccoli would be good in the side too. But if you want to make it a shortcut, this is like comfort food at its finest. It's so good. We also had the buffalo cauliflower tostadas that I mentioned as well. Um, we made I made ginger pork bowls. These are coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club in December, I believe. I test in photo recipes one to two months in advance, so I'm pretty sure it's December, but these were a hit with everyone. They're not that dissimilar from the uh, Korean-inspired crispy chicken bowls I mentioned, but these are a ginger mushroom pork rice, a sriracha mayo, a quick pickled carrot salad, cucumber, We've been really into these kind of Asian-style bowls. I know Asian's a blanket term, um, but these have those kind of like Southeast Asian, uh, maybe a little bit Japanese flavor to them. And they're just, they're really, really delicious. So we had those and everyone was a fan of those. And just like the other bowls, the kids choose what they want. My husband and I have what we want and it's easy. Everyone's happy. Another night that week, we did a baked potato bar five ways. The kids like them pretty plain. They will usually do a baked potato with some butter or sour cream and maybe some bacon on top, and then they'll eat some broccoli on the side. My husband and I like to mix them up. He had a broccoli cheddar one, and I had a Tuscan one with some spinach and sun-dried, like some creamy spinach and sun-dried tomatoes and feta. It's really delicious. I'm honestly not a huge fan of potatoes at all, and baked potatoes are not my favorite, but it's a great base meal. It's very inexpensive, and so it's one that's going to be a part of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club as well. It is something that is a great, easy family meal, especially when you cook the potatoes during your meal prep, and then you can reheat them or in the air fryer, which turned out really well as well. You can make them in the Instant Pot, but I'm not as big a fan. I tested out all three ways, and I highly recommend the air fryer or the oven. And the last thing that I made that week was supposed to be my cauliflower crust shepherd's pie, which I will link in the show notes with the other recipes I mentioned because it is a family favorite. We love it and we had intended on making it, but I was exhausted. I actually ended up hurting my thumb this last month. It was kind of a funny but not funny situation where my daughter accidentally slammed my thumb into the car door. It was the side of the car door. And so I don't think it's broken. I have full mobility of it, but it actually still hurts like three and a half weeks later. So 
It's okay. I I didn't go to the emergency room. Maybe I should have, but it was it was whatever. But in any case, the reason why I'm sharing that with you is because it was still kind of aching. I didn't really want to use it too much. And so we decided just to make a super easy um, roasted cauliflower and beef skillet. So I had the beef. I had the cauliflower. So I roasted up the cauliflower with a ton of garlic powder and some sea salt in the oven. While that was cooking, I caramelized some onions on the stovetop with a little bit of brown sugar and some salt. Once they were caramelized, I added in my ground beef with some Italian seasoning, more garlic powder, and then I mixed it with the garlic roasted cauliflower and a splash of apple cider vinegar, and it was so delicious, you all. We loved it. Everyone devoured it. We were all really happy and it all came together in about 30 minutes, which was great. And no, cauliflower doesn't always take just 30 minutes to roast, but I roasted it pretty high because I wanted it to be nice and browned and I cut the pieces up really small so it would roast quicker. So 30 minute meal. It's not aesthetically pleasing. It's not something that I would like put on the blog or anything like that unless you guys really wanted it, but it was delicious and I like making those quick meals from time to time. It's one of the reasons why I like teaching cooking skills in the Healthy Mama cooking club and in cooking classes, because when you have those basic skills like caramelizing onions and roasting cauliflower and making ground beef that actually tastes good, things like that, then you can throw together these quick meals really easily. So quick little plug for the Healthy Mama cooking club. Lots of quick tips to come in December and in the new year. So November week three, we started the week with chicken gnocchi soup. This is also on the website. It's a copycat olive garden recipe and it is probably my favorite soup. I cannot get enough of that soup. It's packed with veggies, obviously carrot, celery, onion. It's very, it's got some garlic in there. It's got spinach. It's got chicken. It has creamy gnocchi. It's a creamy base, but not too heavy. I love it so much. And then Monday was my other daughter's birthday, my now nine-year-old's birthday. And of course, my kids are so different. So I didn't mention this before, but on Halloween, my five-year-old's birthday, she wanted homemade chicken noodle soup, her absolute favorite, very inexpensive, family favorite meal. My nine-year-old said, I want seafood Alfredo. Okay, sure you do, kid. (laughs) She knows what her mama can do. So I made a basic Alfredo sauce. Basically, it's a bechamel sauce with Parmesan. So I made an Alfredo sauce and then I added some sauteed seafood with just some butter and lemon on top. It was delicious. She wanted a Caesar salad on the side. So we did a Caesar salad kit because that's what she said she wanted. And my youngest and I made some homemade mini cheesecakes. We followed a recipe online that was very simple. We made homemade graham cracker crust. We did them in muffin cups and we made a little strawberry sauce on the side as well to go along with that. And that was my daughter's birthday. And then after her birthday, we had a whole day of celebrating. We did an at-home spa day. We got manicures and pedicures, myself and her. It was a lot of fun. Um, Then I went away for a couple days for my annual work retreat. Normally I do this at the very end of the year, but this year I needed to have things planned a little bit earlier and we're still not quite sure our holiday plans because as many of you know we moved from New England to Florida earlier this year and so we're still not quite sure what our holiday plans are going to be in December. I know my in-laws are coming. We're not sure if we're going to go back there for a couple days so I decided to take the work retreat now and I feel so good and so refreshed and so ready for everything I'm going to share with all of you in the new year so stay tuned for that when I do my end of the year recap in a few weeks but I went away for a couple days. The first night I 
I got some salmon avocado sushi from Whole Foods. And the second night, I took myself out to dinner. It was lovely. I had a delicious cocktail. I had a version of a Manhattan. I had lamb meatballs and the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had. They had wine-soaked golden raisins and Marcona almonds. Oh my goodness, I need to recreate them. They were incredible. And then that was it. I mean, obviously, I ate lunch while I was there, ate a lot of popcorn, snacked on a lot of popcorn while I was making plans for the new year. But I was on my own and my husband had the kids. He did burgers one night and one night my daughter wanted to make dinner. So she asked to make chicken nuggets. So we got the organic chicken nuggets from the refrigerator section at Trader Joe's and she made green beans and I think she made sweet potato fries as well. That is my phone alarm. Okay, real life. Apologies. That was reminding me that I have a call in 10 minutes. So I got to wrap this up. So as soon as I got home from my couple days of work retreat, I taught a community cooking class for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We had a fusion recipe. We made shrimp tikka masala tacos with an herb yogurt sauce, which was so good. It's like a 30-minute recipe, and that's in the cooking club. If you're a part of the cooking club and you haven't made it, I highly recommend it. It's a little bit different than some of the other recipes. You could also use chicken or chickpeas for that instead if you don't want to use shrimp, but it's really delicious, and I had fun teaching that. And then week four was Thanksgiving week. And I guess I'm counting these as like, I'm counting the half weeks as weeks because the first week's a half week and the last week's a half week. So I'm counting it as five weeks. So we started the week with a really simple dinner because like I said, I was just kind of coming back from my work retreat. I taught a cooking class and then on Friday night... What did we do on Friday? We did something as a family. I can't even remember, but it was something really simple. And then Saturday we did pizza and uh, then we jumped into the week. So I went to Whole Foods on Sunday and I got a rotisserie chicken and we had that with a Caesar salad kit. Could not be easier. It is our favorite go-to, really simple, easy button dinner. So we did chicken and Caesar that night, and then we ate the chicken as leftovers for lunches throughout the week because I find rotisserie chickens are smaller than when I make a chicken myself. And so when I do make a chicken myself, I will use that in enchiladas or white chicken chili or chicken soup or my quinoa fajita casserole. I will link all of those, but this week we got a rotisserie chicken and it wasn't quite enough for a second meal. So this was the week where I ended up mixing things up because I had some recipe testing to do that week. So I tested some Korean beef tacos with the same gojuchang mayo I mentioned from those uh, Korean-inspired chicken bowls. And yes, I'm super into fusion tacos lately. Apparently this is going to be a cooking club recipe in January. So we had those one night. I made a beef and farro stew. So like a beef and barley stew, but instead of the barley, you could definitely use barley instead, but I used farro, which is an ancient grain, which I prefer to barley. So that was really delicious and comforting because it was kind of a rainy week. And then I made, um, or I re-photographed an orange chicken piccata recipe, which used to be a private chef recipe of mine. And that's going to be our cooking club recipe for... December. And I can't wait to share that. We I served it with a crispy kale with a little bit of red pepper flakes. So it's a little bit spicy, some garlic in there. That recipe is just so delicious. It's great for dinner parties, having friends over. It feels really impressive, but it's very simple to make. So I'm excited to teach that one. And then towards the end of the week, we did a chicken pot pie soup. And then of course, 
Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving this year, we went totally non-traditional because I cooked so many Thanksgiving dishes for the website and for my free holiday ebook, which you can still download if you want. I will also link that in the show notes because you can still use those all holiday long. They're not just for Thanksgiving. So we did a beef ribeye roast with a mustard glaze on there. We did my lemony hazelnut green beans, my instant pot sour cream chive mashed potatoes, a harvest arugula salad, and Sage made her apple crisp with vanilla bean ice cream. And then it brings us to the last week. So this week, this is what we have planned because we're still at, well, we're right at the end of the week, coming into the next week. So this is what we have planned. It may or may not happen. We'll see. I think it'll happen because I have to do some recipe testing. (laughs) So the first day of the week, either Sunday or Monday, I'm going to do a pot roast. I'm going to do a Mississippi style pot roast. And I'm going to use the leftover pot roast the next night to make some fried rice, similar to the shrimp fried rice in my budget dinners guide, but with the leftover beef. I'm going to make cheesy baked chipotle chicken tacos. Yep, we've been doing tacos every week and sorry, not sorry. We love tacos in our house. Nobody's sad when we have tacos. And the um, chipotle sauce that I put on them is something that I'm going to put on the side because the kids find it a little bit spicy. I don't find it too spicy. It's a little spicy, a little smoky. We're going to put that on the side. So we're going to do the cheesy baked chipotle chicken tacos. I'm going to do, like I mentioned before, my whole roasted chicken. I'm actually going to roast the chicken in the oven this time because I'm going to teach it in the cooking club how to make the best whole roasted chicken. If I have time, I'll make a whole roasted chicken like this. If not, then I will do the slow cooker chicken or the instant pot chicken. But this is my favorite way to roast a chicken. I'm going to serve it up with some roasted vegetables. And then the leftovers, I'm going to make an, a, a turmeric chicken, a turmeric ginger chicken soup. And that's it. That's our plan for the next week. We'll see how it all goes and how it all pans out. So that's what we ate this month. That's what we ate in November breakfast, lunch, and dinner, how we kind of shifted things when we needed to, how we kept things simple when we needed to. I hope you enjoy these episodes. I really want you guys to let me know if you like them. And honestly, let me know if you don't like them over on Instagram as well. Head to the Healthy Mama Kitchen or Healthy Mama Kitchen Pod at Healthy Mama Kitchen Pod on Instagram. Send me a message. Otherwise, I'm going to keep doing them because you guys seem to like them. (laughs) And I hope you they give you a little bit of inspiration um, and just a real life peek into what our meals look like over the course of a month. And As always, of course, I would love if you joined us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club for weekly meal inspiration, member-exclusive recipes, bonus podcast episodes. I have one coming up in December on baking tips for the reluctant baker because many of you know I am not a baker at all, but I do know how to bake. I did go to culinary school and I have some tips for you if you're going to be doing some holiday baking. So that's coming up in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month. Join us over there. It starts at $3 a month if you just want that weekly meal inspiration, $5 a month if you want that bonus podcast episode. You'll also get um, discounts and extra special things coming up with everything that I share, all the new stuff coming up in the new year. I'm going to keep it vague for now. And for $10 a month, you will get the brand new seasonal family meal plan coming out in January, as well as bonus cooking videos and like the one I mentioned on my favorite whole roasted chicken. 
and so much more. So head over to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to support the podcast and join us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I hope to see you over there as well. I hope you guys all have a great weekend and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple. 